0: I don't know, guys. Not quite feeling up to this today. Hmm. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Yesterday's kind of become the unofficial official anthem of when Jeff's going to lay down some heavy shit. Oh, guys. It's been a hell of a week. I've experienced a lot of emotions this week. Not a lot of them good not sure. I haven't decided how deep I want to get into this. Um, I usually start this podcast off with Podcast Network News. I feel like I'm going to start it, middle it, and end it with Podcast Network News today. It's been a hell of a week in the world of the Popular Outcast Productions Network. Um, not a pleasant week. I'm usually here to announce that we're adding one or two or five podcasts to the network. Today I'm saying goodbye to three. Not sure how far back I should start. I don't have any animosity towards the podcasts that are gone. I wish them all the success in the world Uh, Let's see It all started A while ago Actually One of our podcasts I haven't decided if I'm going to call him out By name You can figure it out if you're A real fan of the popular outcast Productions network but they had some jokes here and there that I didn't quite agree with. It wasn't that bad, honestly. Most of it wasn't even on the podcast. It was on Twitter or Facebook or what have you. And, I mean, we knew this all when we brought him on the network. That It wasn't, that was something we were well aware of. and some of the members and I tended to butt heads pretty frequently when we weren't shouting at each other via the internet we were very friendly and I hope to get back to that point in the future but I don't know if we ever will and basically very long story short Um, the level of stress that was involved in the podcasting process kind of grew higher and higher and higher over a very long period of time to the point where the littlest things would send me off the handle in totally inappropriate ways Um, I am not saying that I am not at fault in the events that happened this week. Um, Ask some people I've talked to, and they say that... They might say that I've put too much fault on myself, but I don't agree with them. But basically, all this stress and these... kind of ambiguous feelings on... comedy themes all hit ahead on Monday. There was a catalyst that kind of set it all ablaze. And um it's very unfortunate that but let's let's just say that a joke was state that uh, let's see how much history I need to give on this. There's been a massive Facebook conversation between everyone on the network. Um It seemed like a good idea at the time, but honestly, it bred most of this tension and stress. Um, It was great and really awesome most of the time. But there'd be days when someone would be depressed and come and just air their dirty laundry out in this group with a bunch of people who know each other all right, but not too well. And it kind of led to this weird place. And I know more than once I went on there in a bad mood and really, like made things weird, and it was not, being one of the heads of the Popular Outcast Productions Network, I was not behaving as professionally as I really ought to have. That's just the truth. There are plenty of people that took part in that group conversation that said that that was their favorite part of it, that they loved how real it was, but that wasn't, that is not something I look back on with fond memories some the way I behaved sometimes when uh, I was not in, at my best but in this uh, group conversation a very unfortunate event happened which kind of in a Rube Goldbergian way set off the events that happened through the rest of the week Oh, man. <laughs> uh, my wife, you all know that she's part of a podcast that was recently added to the network. And I added them all to the conversation, you know? Everybody on the network is on this conversation. Um, and a joke with sexist themes was made. Um, honestly, not that... Terrible of a joke, um, and but my wife is very black and white on many, of, on many of her opinions, especially that of sexism, and it created a situation. When it was found out that my wife was angry, I can honestly say that I don't think it was handled in the best way. Um, Following up a sexist joke with a dick joke, probably not the best way to calm down someone who is very offended by sexist humor. That's just... I'm not going to go any deeper into that. And... This is where the first stage of uh, what is it? The stages of grief came into play. I'm pretty confident that I went through every stage in the five stages of grief this week. Um, often bouncing between more than one. But this is when denial kicked in. I was like, Well, you know, this is just going to blow up for nothing. It's nothing, it's nothing. It's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. They make jokes that, you know, maybe I don't agree with, but whatever. It's fine. I'm not going to tell them not to do that. It's not the way I am. So I was talking with my wife, and she came to the conclusion that she didn't want to be associated with someone who wasn't bothered by that kind of humor, and therefore didn't want to be on the network, and... I can't really blame her. Um, that's her... She has a set... Um, she sets her morals, and she sticks by them. And, I mean... I wanted my wife to have her podcast. It was one... It was something that really brought her joy. Uh, and... I wanted to see that happen. So through our conversation and these were not her words, these are my summation of a conclusion I made was basically I was compromising my morals and beliefs simply for the for promotional benefit. And that bothered me. And. And this isn't that I think these people were bad people, or even wrong. It's just they didn't align with my. the, the set of standards I set for myself. Which, I'll admit, are pretty uh, unrealistic. And so, Aislinn was like, you know what? I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm done. And that was the point where, obviously, I'm discussing this with Mike and Bill. and Which, granted, was like, the majority of my day Monday was a discussion with Mike and Bill. Which was only a discussion for a few of the hours. It was often a shouting match and... To be perfectly honest, I had thought I had lost Mike Bennett as a friend forever, for several hours. It, um, it was ugly. Very ugly. And, uh, at this point, I can honestly say I was in the anger stage of grief. Um, I was flying off the handle, I was saying things I didn't mean, um... I was making demands that I had no right to make. It uh, it was probably not the darkest point of this week, but the ugliest. And I had dropped out of this massive group conversation, uh, so it was only it was Mike and Bill that felt the brunt of my irrational grief anger. And through this, through this debacle, this fighting between the three of us, we eventually came to the conclusion that we would ask the podcast in question to leave the network. And Bill agreed that he would make the call, and literally a phone call. We all had to agree on it to make the call call. And that was, I feel, since it was sort of the uh, situation that I created, which Bill and Mike do not believe that it was a situation I created, but I do. I felt very much like a coward for having Bill make a phone call to make the things that were making me mad go away and I still do but I've been assured that I'm not whatever and my wife actually was very much against this move she was like you know you guys have a relationship with them you don't need to do this for me for my podcast I don't want to come in and mess things up I don't want to come in and be that that the white the angry wife uh, that you know splits up the friends and uh, I appreciate that from her but it was not a decision she made or even forced. She just happened to be a big part of the catalyst that created that decision which is very unfortunate because I know there is absolutely no way that a spectator couldn't have viewed the events and was like, oh, his wife got mad, that's why they're gone. Like, I'm well aware that that's what it looks like. And uh, trust me or don't, I'm telling you how it happened. And uh, honestly, I have not kept up with what has been said about me. Um, I don't know if I ever really want to know. I imagine it's not pretty. And this is a, kind of the beginning of me starting to feel like the villain in this situation. And that was really the onset of the, uh, depression. Now, bargaining is another stage of grief. I think that came right around the denial part. Well, it was a very short. It was like, well, what if we do this? And maybe, you know, everyone will be happy and... That it wasn't a situation that was going to happen. That was trying to give everybody what they wanted without making anyone mad. And that was a short-lived thought process. But after, uh, it was decided that we were going to ask them to leave, um... And I still don't... I'm not sure exactly what was said between Bill and the person he called. But... I know that, um... What we discussed as a group was that... I'm gonna... There was one part. There was only one thing that I believe was stated by the other podcast that I don't believe to be quite true. And granted, it was only hinted at and not explicitly stated. What we did is not censor them. What we did was avoid censoring them. We like their podcast. We like them. We think they're funny. And asking them to change because it makes us uncomfortable sometimes or asking them to stop or else they would have to leave that's censorship in my mind you can like something you can like someone without uh, and feel that you don't want your name attached to their comedy I'm well aware that the things I Am too sensitive to Joke about That they do Doesn't come from a bad place But asking them to change that Very Very long story short We were forced To solidify Some more rules About what it means To be part of the popular outcast Production network And we haven't Quite solidified that yet, which means future podcasts coming onto the network, which we do have two pending right now, are going to go through a far more rigorous process than previous podcasts have, simply because we really need to nail down what our criteria are. Because we did not have them set, and when we found ourselves uncomfortable with content being put out, We had no idea what to do. And that is very regrettable and irresponsible on our part. What, ideally, we would have never brought the podcast onto our network and then just, from afar, supported them and encouraged them and helped them promote. Like, honestly, honestly, I would love to see them start their own network. And some of, maybe some of the podcasts that have left us join them. Um, and I'll get to that later. I'm all over the place, guys, and I apologize. I'm just basically trying to inform people who have only got snippets of things here and there and give my side because I've remained very silent during this whole process, um, other than to Mike and Bill. And. the other reason we decided that we were going to ask them to leave was what I had mentioned earlier was this, the stress that had been created by this Facebook message group and I don't let me put it this way there is a very very fine line between playful ribbing between friends and bullying. And often that line blurs when you don't know people very well and you're having a bad day. And to the point where the line for me personally became permanently blurry, where I wasn't sure if people were jokingly picking on me or genuinely picking on me. And again, this whole thing is boiling down to me being sensitive and not being able to handle things, but basically an atmosphere had been created that was making podcasting in general not fun for me. And one of the things that I stated when I started doing the Popular Outcast podcast, and this holds true for all of the podcasts I do, is the minute it becomes not fun, I'm not doing it. It's not worth it. I put work into this, and if it's not fun to do, I'm going to do something else. So basically it came down to that. Um, And I know that it's if if the guys do listen to this, it's going to be really hard for them to hear because it probably isn't where they were coming from. And when it came out that they had been asked to leave the network, it was not only a shock, but an outrage to many of the people on our network because we had become a very tight-knit group. Um, In retrospect, perhaps too tight To maintain a professional relationship which is something that uh, is a goal for me for me from me for the network in the future is to remain more professional and yes I can be friends with these people outside of the network but in the network I've got to remain a professional because getting in too deep is what caused all the the stress and hurt feelings and tensions that I don't want to have this kind of thing happen ever again. Because it wrecked me. It absolutely destroyed me inside. Um, It's something that I never wanted to have to do, never thought I'd have to do as a network, ask someone to leave. and um, People were justifiably angry at the lack of information they were given. Now, granted, I mean, we never had... There was never been a contract for the Popular Outcast Productions Network. It's always kind of been on good faith. And... um So, they had faith in us that one of their fellow podcasts wouldn't just be booted um without notice. And we had faith in them that we wouldn't have to. And, basically, there needs to be a lot more rules written down. And through all this the network is going to grow it's probably going to be more professional than it was before and a lot less buddy-buddy which is something that needs to happen Um, by middle of the day Tuesday I was aware that people were upset and I to this day am very positive that the entirety of the anger and hurtfulness and hurt feelings were directed at me. Um, Mike and Bill have assured me that they weren't. And I mean, I do trust those guys, but I can't shake this feeling that I'd become the tyrannical fascist censor big boss man of popular outcasts and that there was a lot of animosity toward me uh we had people drop out of the network or drop out of the conversations and block me maybe and Bill I don't know um almost instantly without waiting to see what our official statement was and I know Bill was spent two or three hours answering questions the other evening um And he said it was all pretty positive, but I didn't believe him. Wednesday I was very ready for this episode of Jeff in Motion to announce my departure from podcasting forever. Anytime I thought about podcasts or podcasting, I got sick to my stomach with depression and anger. Um, I still get that way sometimes. and Honestly, I can't promise you an episode of this podcast on Monday. It just, it's lost its fun. The only reason I'm recording this right now is because I feel I owe it to everybody to give as in-depth of an explanation to what happened as I can. It's not going to bring anybody back to the network. Um, And I really don't want it to. I don't want to beg. I want people who have decided that Popular Outcast Productions Network is no longer a fit for them to be proud and happy with their decision. And maybe join the fictional... uh, second network that the podcast i almost just said in my imagination will create and they can say whatever jokes they want and be free of my from my f- fascist censorship my tyranny they can create their own um what the fuck was that place where all the humans went in the matrix i don't know human town Or they're, they're free of people who are sensitive about making jokes about things. That's why... I mean, they've learned all they need to make a network. I hope they do. And I wish them all the success. And people who... It's not going to be hard for people to figure out who left the network. Um, and... Only slightly harder to find out who was asked to leave the network. And man, guys, one, don't give them any shit at all. That is a command. This is not something that I want to... I mean, granted, this whole week has been terrible for me and for many people. And there are decisions that are being made to the right now that could be driving stakes between people who have been friends their entire lives, and that fucking kills me to know that I was part of something that could be ending friendships, lifelong friendships, and I really hope it doesn't, but I don't know it isn't. So don't make this any harder for people who made the hard decision to leave, or people who heard the terrible news that they were being dropped from a network they loved. I don't think we made the wrong decision, but we definitely went about it the wrong way. Um, We were unprepared, made snap decisions. Um, Had we been more aware of what our guidelines were, perhaps we could have prevented it. Perhaps we wouldn't have had to censor someone, but could have asked them to change. I don't know. I don't like telling people that their comedy is wrong, because it's not. It's not wrong. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for a network that has a somewhat unspecified vision that we need to specify in order to prevent fiascos like this again (sighs) I was feeling better about it this morning but I think that's just distance talking about it's bringing all these emotions back as you can tell I really haven't gotten to the acceptance part of the stages of grief but I mean I'm getting there depends on the hour of the day really just I like the guys we asked to leave a lot. And I know that some of them are having a harder time than others in their lives right now. And it hurts me to know I hurt someone or was part of a decision that hurt people. And to their credit, they they had every right to be total assholes about it. But, despite a little bit of passive aggression in the first, like, 24 hours, they have been absolute champions and princes of men about the whole situation. They've left it in the dark. They have not cussed us out. They haven't even, like, honestly, honestly, they were... They decided to be the bigger men. And I can't thank them enough. And I really, really hope to have a positive relationship with them in the future. I don't know if it'll happen. But I really do. Life's hard, man. Oh, I fixed my tooth at the dentist. I mean I didn't fix it, the dentist did. And we got Jake's remains back in a nice pine wood box. I don't know if it's actually pine, but that's what I associate with dead things, pine wood. So those are things if you guys have been following up on this podcast. Uh can you tell my heart's not in it? If I can get the uh if I can muster up a smile in the uh, cover image you can you'll be able to see that my uh tooth is fixed. It's pretty crazy, though, how much they had to grind away. If you find me on uh, Instagram, yes, I'm a hipster on Instagram. Uh, I'm already hating myself quite a bit this week. I don't need to bring my hipster, hipster-gram guilt back into things. I'll probably talk about that at length if I don't quit the podcast forever. Oh, God. But, uh... My Instagram uh, handle is the same as my Twitter... At Nerdtastic91686. You can see a step-by-step process of... How jacked my teeth had to get before they could fix it. Um, Anyway... This whole situation really put a sour taste in the mouth of some of our other podcasts. Um, And two in particular were not happy with the explanations Bill and Mike gave. Um, I did not witness the conversations. I don't really want to go back and read them, honestly. But they decided that our network was no longer a place they wanted to be. And I mean, I can't blame them. It was a quite a bomb to drop on everybody. They were particularly close with the podcast we asked to leave. And I mean, this is... They're a tight-knit group... uh, Tight-knit group. Jesus Christ. They're a tight-knit group. They've guested on each other's podcasts. They're really... There's potential there for them to start their own network. I know it sounds like I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but... I would really love to see that. For them to form a partnership with each other. And you know... Do whatever the fuck they want. Be happy. Get success. That's all I want for them. So what I don't want my name on their comedy... I mean, I think it's funny. I don't know, man. I don't know, guys. Ugh. And I know that these guys were divided, too. The guys that decided to leave. Some of them were more upset than others. Um... And I know that it, there's been a lot of arguing in between them. And I mean, God, I just don't want... I don't want friends to end friendships over this. This fucking thing that should have been prevented. It should have... Things should have been addressed a long time ago. Um, podcasts should have... had like Rules should have been made. Uh, criteria should have been set that never was that led to this and I really see it as a failure a failure is us as leaders of this group and I particularly see it as a failure in my own, in my part because I mean the reason that the, the podcast that we asked to leave came on it really came down to me I made the decision kind of without asking Bill and Mike um, we had talked about it at length because we knew that their comedy didn't quite align with our views but we still thought it was funny and we had agreed that we definitely weren't opposed to them being on the network but we hadn't solidly decided and uh, I was the one who ended up reaching out to the network and telling them they were in so I felt very responsible for them and I mean These guys are older than I am. I mean, God, I'm doing everything but saying their name, but I don't feel it's right to be calling people out specifically, even though fans of our network know who I'm talking about. But like, I mean, they're kind of my baby. You know, I brought them in, and I wanted nothing but success for them because they're great fucking guys but it just came to a point where the tension between them and I and that's probably where a lot of the tension came because I wanted my baby to per, to behave the way I thought they should but I also am strongly against censoring people and telling people what they should think is funny so it was a lot of inner turmoil a lot of cognitive dissonance that just created undue stress and I I I can't reiterate this to I uh, let's see how many times I can reiterate this whole situation Anyway Man I just don't know guys. I don't know if you're going to have a podcast on Monday. I might take a break. It might be a permanent break. I don't know. My heart's just not in it, you know? And I'm not doing this for fucking fishing for compliments. I don't want people to be like, Oh, you made the right decision. Oh, don't be hard on yourself. I'm just laying down the facts, guys. I don't want people to be like, Oh, Mr. Podcast, I love you. I don't want that right now I don't want fanboyism not that I don't appreciate people who are self-proclaimed fans of this podcast I don't understand um, why anyone would be interested in my self-centered audio diary but I, I have accepted the fact that people are and I am very happy about that but guys I just don't know so these two other podcasts have asked to leave the network and um, I'm trying to be as absolutely as professional as I can be and really help them out answer any questions they have Um, one of them already has their own hosting and I took the steps today to take our authorship off of their name in iTunes and um, redirect iTunes to look at their new feed, and so that's one of two down and i'm I'm not going to take any of their stuff off of our server until it's all done, all done with and good and I mean, I'm glad the anger part didn't last that long because it went right to depression because if i if anger had got the better of me. I could have easily destroyed these podcasts. I have a setting that, when clicked, will tell iTunes to drop their database for this podcast, for a podcast. Which would lose them all of their ratings and reviews, all of their subscribers, all of their rankings and new and noteworthy and whatnot, and what's hot lists. I I have that power with all of our podcasts it's a it's a big red button that I have access to and granted anyone with admin privileges does also has access to this but it's a button I never intend to use and hope to gods I don't believe in that I never get angry enough to be a jackass about it and I never held this up as a threat um, I don't know, many of our podcasts probably don't even know it exists, and it's going to be a rude awakening when they hear that, and, uh, but that's, that's something I never want to use, and I plan to never use. I hope nothing ever goes to, like, DEFCON 1 and we have to nuke a podcast man, that would be unfortunate. So yeah, I'm trying to be really helpful and really supportive for these guys that are leaving and um, we've got a couple other podcasts that haven't decided if they're leaving or not. And you know if they do good good, good, it is their decision. They decided to be part of the network. they can decide that they no longer want to be part of the network. that is that is entirely up to them. And I wish them nothing but good. There are times when my depression switches back to anger, and I say things I don't mean to people who I know know I don't mean them. But mostly I'm just super bummed about the whole thing. In completely opposite news, the Yes Men podcast have hit... An unfathomable stroke of luck this week. Um, which is very unfortunate that their luck has been marred by the other events of this week. But somehow, and see, I can't, I don't know how, they made it in the top five on the new and noteworthy list for podcasts. And that's not like a category, that's all Podcasts. And, yeah, that's awesome. We thought it was cool. But, um, as it turns out, that that slot is the holy grail. Um, I mean, granted, we've all been shooting for it, but there's nothing we can do other than, you know, ask people to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how you get people to that list. And, apparently, enough people rate, reviewed, and subscribed to them that it got them there. And, uh... Last I checked, they have more downloads in two episodes than I do in 15, and I am so proud of Mike Bennett and Chris Rowell. Like they really are on to something. Who knew almost naive levels of optimism would be a hit. Maybe my hipster cynicism just isn't the right fit for iTunes and the world. I've got my my dedicated hundred or so people, which is nothing to shake a stick at, or is not. It's nothing to be ashamed of. That's a lot of people, and I love every one of them. But it's been astounding how quickly that podcast has uh, grown. I'm almost to my house I hope this enlightens some people I don't feel much better about it I found something I had open in my phone um, that I'm going to end the podcast on that has absolutely no relation to anything that I've talked about I'm not going to tell you what it is I'm just going to do it I have no idea why I had this open Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kinda dumb with a finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead Well the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to see, so much, hey, so much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. We go, what? You never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get your show on, get And all that glitters is gold Only shooting stars break the mold I honestly have no idea why the lyrics to All Star by Smash Mouth were open in my browser But um, maybe it was a positive note to end this rather depressing podcast on I'm going to smile vague so you can see my fixed tooth Ugh. Sometimes I hate myself, guys. Anyway, maybe you'll see me Monday. Maybe I'll be happier. It's supposed to be a good weekend. If I don't hear from, if you don't hear from me again, I've really enjoyed this, guys. See you around.